0: Two, one, Oh, and there it is. Oh, the clap heard around the world. Slick. Mm, let's do a little bit of room tone. And that's enough. Hi, Emily. Hi. <laughs> God, I hope we sound fabulous right now. I've said that before, but we've never been so close to sounding really good. Yeah. Um, and why is that, Em?
1: Hey, so we have a Patreon. We sure do.
0: And we didn't forget about it. We brought. It
1: <laughs> we let it bank up. We did. We
0: were saving up, like because we, just- we
1: didn't have anything in the immediate that we needed. Mm-hmm. And we saved up enough to get a second NT1A. Road mic. Yes. And that's now we have two of these bad boys. Yeah, we
0: now finally have the exact same mic. Yep. And they're the best mic we've had. No no shade on the also road, I believe. Pod mic. Pod mic. But that's a different type of mic. Um, and so we've been always wrestling with like the two of us sounding a little bit different at any given moment. Also going into one board. Yes. Which was crapping out on us.
1: (laughs) We also got Little mini things, yeah. Little, I don't even know.
0: I wouldn't call this a soundboard. There's no, it's like like
1: little inputs.
0: Yeah, there's an input and then there's an output and there's a gain and you can yeah adjust one volume and like that's fucking it. But that's all we need. Yep. And we've got two separate recording, two separate sound things now. So now if we talk over each other, there's no excuse. That's shoddy editing. Because what I can do is lower one of our voices. Yeah. If we start like talking over like each right other, right now. Like right now. <laughs> I'll do that for that moment. Perfect. <laughs> but like, I'm really hoping, obviously, we're both learning. Emily's recording her own sound. I'm recording my own sound. So we don't, I mean, and I can adjust levels afterwards. But hopefully, it all sounds like really crisp. Uh, crisp. Like that Santana shampoo. Mm. Also, this is just, I can hear my popping peas right now. Like, Same. oh, it's so good. I love it.
1: It's so good. <laughs> I, I,
0: miss, I miss this mic. <laughs>
1: It's some good shit.
0: It's such good shit. So um, we're really excited to be with you and hopefully just like sounding as profesh as ever. Yeah. I'm excited for another reason, Emily.
1: Yeah. She was very excited when she walked in and said she didn't spend a lot of money on mm-hmm. it. And that scares me. I've got two things. Oh,
0: God. I'm going to show you the least funny one that still kind of made me giggle first, oh, okay. which is also probably normal and might be decent tasting.
1: Uh, oh, God.
0: She's digging in the bag. So this is called ranch water. I what? <laughs> First of all, it is a hard seltzer that is original flavor, which I was like, what the fuck does oh. that mean? <laughs>
1: Did what you is original? Get us? Some fucking ranch. Like it's... Hidden Valley ranch shit.
0: No, 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 no. I swear it's it's Lone River. It's called Ranch Water. It's original. It says it's 100% agave with natural lime. So I'm guessing it is like tequila based and lime flavored and that's their original i just thought it was so fucking funny that they had an original flavor as if a seltzer has ever been just a one flavor and then we started fucking with it yeah
1: maybe they had a little bit of spices yeah
0: we just added fruit punch and didn't stop (laughs) so i think we should try Uh, this first okay because we're absolutely going to try separately what else i brought so I mean, first of all, regular cans. We're not going tall, skinny cans like with all other seltzers. This looks like it is meant to be a man's hard seltzer, oh, I gotta yeah. say. It's, uh, it's got a long
1: skull on it. Yeah. It's got the Texas state it here. Does.
0: And then like maybe the symbol for a sun and maybe a symbol for water, but like yeah. like the hieroglyph version of both. And it's eighty calories. Oh shit. That's a Ooh. man's amount of calories. <laughs>
1: let's do this oh god i'm scared okay Mm. all right all right uh it's um it tastes like i'm licking a cactus it tastes like original flavor that's for fucking (laughs) sure (laughs) it
0: does taste a little bit like it's actually hot you know um like seltzer water Mm -hmm. it's got that sort of taste to it but there is lime in it as well they
1: squeezed an aloe plant into right. seltzer water,
0: here's my thing. I understand if you don't like that, I understand if nobody like I actually kinda like I think I like it <laughs> i've i've I think my taste buds are coming around to liking Lacroix though, so that's I think this is the like Lacroix of hard seltzer and see so here's
1: the thing. I like Lacroix. I just think
0: the flavor here is hidden in a way that Lacroix has it,
1: like a hidden valley
0: like a hidden valley so. Maybe you can at least suck that down. Uh it's oh, yeah. no, it's going it's gonna go down. It's four percent alcohol by volume. So that's not enough, obviously. So I did get something else. Oh, oh, do we get to see it right now? Yeah. Okay. Oh so oh. this is fucking hilarious to me. <laughs> I laughed I laughed and laughed and laughed and laughed at this. Some because
1: platinum 7x. Extra smooth? Extra smooth. Vodka. It seven times distilled.
0: Seven times well, it's they distilled this. Yeah, It is in a weird, it's plastic. It's in a triangle bottle that's plastic. It's in plastic. a tiny little triangle bottle. It is uh, pl- t- plastic as fuck. It's, the platinum is like um, when you're up at 4 a.m. and they have like testosterone supplements or like whey protein powder that they're selling you on the, like t- the mm-hmm. TV. It's that exact font. Just picture that font. You know, it's like a man's man's font. And this is a vodka that they distilled seven times and then they put it in a plastic bottle and sold it for guess how much? $5. $8. I can tell you I wouldn't have bought. This is, this is like. 16. This is like one of those bigger, but like bigger small bottles. They definitely owe 750 milliliters for $8. Yes. That's Fleischmann's level shit. Yes. But this one's been distilled seven times. So we're going to it. They took the
1: Fleischmann's, they distilled it yeah. like six more times. Right. Exactly. I just to can't make imagine.
0: It good, I guess. I can't imagine what would make this worth that process. Or that that process has made this worth anything. I just won't believe it. Oh, God. You're going to smell it. I am going to smell it. Oh, (laughs) God. The face. I actually have to smell it quite hard to smell anything. It's probably the distilling process. Oh, yes. Because it was distilled (laughs) seven times. It's been distilled so many times that I no longer smell it. Which might be good. Because I don't actually like vodka that much.
1: No. And I was like, what are we? Are we just doing shots of vodka? What? I think we need to do a little
0: bit of a sip. Okay. But then maybe if we want to, we could put the vodka into the ranch water. I mean, let's just do it. Let's just put the vodka into the ranch water. I also want to know what this tastes like seven times distilled, though, by itself. Okay. So, okay. Um, if you don't mind me just drinking it.
1: Yeah, let's do it. I
0: mean, it is COVID
1: times, so. If one of us gets COVID, we see each other weekly. You're so right. <laughs> like, if one like, of us has COVID, not, just If one of us goes down, the other one is just... just we're both so right. vaccinated, so... Yeah, it's fine. We'll be fine. We will be fine. We believe in science. The fuck? No, give me the bottle. It's, yeah, you give have to. Give me the, the fucking bottle. It tastes
0: like nothing for about a full second, and then it tastes like something. But it is actually not as offensive as a really cheap vodka can be. You can tell it starts as really bad cheap vodka that they just distilled into tasting a little more like nothing. Emily's face. What I got was two things that taste like nothing.
1: It kind of has the aftertaste of a hand sanitizer.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. As if you just got too close to somebody using hand sanitizer and had your mouth open.
1: Right. (laughs) Right. But I don't know how much of that is the actual vodka and how much is the agave. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's super fair. Apparently, I just really like agave because I find this very refreshing. Okay. If that's what I'm tasting, then I'm into it.
1: Live your life. You do you, oh, boo.
0: You know what I realized? Because this thing keeps, um,
1: the screen keeps blacking out is that I didn't plug it you in. You didn't plug it in. You said you needed to plug it in and then you didn't plug it in. Uh, yes, Emily. <laughs> it's Okay i cannot judge because i spent like 15 minutes trying to figure out our new little box friend and get it to work with the program that i have Turns
0: and you know you what i done. didn't
1: do i didn't turn it on
0: you had done everything right up to that point yeah <laughs> everything uh, the Literally inputs and outputs everything all of it. oh that's still charging that's charging even though the. Uh, things halfway out of the wall oh, we're God. good so i don't know if we're gonna do this as like a punishment
1: thing or what you want well but i mean i still have i got okay so this week it's been hard oh y'all what did you purchase um i got another bottle of the margarita wine cocktail oh, nice. thing so we yeah. could probably put that in there to see if it you're so right. Works. What if we we finish. can finish our ranch waters? Yeah. yeah. And then we can have one of those. Yeah. I love that. And then that. worst case scenario I also have tequila. Is it a Wednesday night? Yeah.
0: Yeah. But um I don't see my fucking mom around here so <laughs> I do whatever I want. <laughs> hey, do you remember who goes first? I think it's you that might be super pos.
1: Because I think I was very excited about my story last time. Oh, yeah.
0: Yours was really sad. It was
1: very sad. Yeah. I um, think you're
0: up. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get fucking old school with it a little bit here. Hell I yeah. I don't think I've told a story about just like a person surviving a thing. In a bit, I know that that's the podcast, but like one person surviving one thing. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like I've done that in a while. Not since like a girl pl- crashed a plane into a mountain and then had to walk right. down from the mountain. So, our survivor today is Angela Hernandez. Hello, Angela. She was 23 years old at the time of this incident, which occurred on July 6th, 2018. So, pretty recent. Yeah. Angela is originally from Oregon. Or Oregon. I say Oregon. I think it's Oregon, but then there's an Oregon, Wisconsin. Sure. They're spelled the same, but I think people pronounce it. Anyway. On this day, though, she's driving towards Southern California. She's moved down to Southern California, and she's driving back down there after having taken sort of just like a drive and trip north for a little while. And she's on Highway 1, Mm. which is uh, like a coastal highway that runs right along the sort of beaches and cliffs of like a good chunk of California, just like right along the ocean, probably super beautiful. Probably. You can just see the ocean the whole time. She is near Big Sur. Oh. Which people would say- Lots of surfing. Yeah. It's it's, it's apparently like a really well-known area for a lot of reasons. Yeah. Surfing and also- Uh, just the way shit looks is real nice
1: (laughs) yeah it's very pretty it's like i think it's from what i've seen it's kind of got malibu vibes sure of it's just it's very pretty coastal Mm -hmm. huge surfing waves beautiful sunsets oh god yeah
0: yeah absolutely so she's like right along that road probably just like living her best life probably absolutely loving it and I think so she's just driving down this highway. She I think it's like midday and um, she she gets to a point in the road where this like she sees a little animal that steps out in oh front of her car and it's like small. She doesn't say what it is. I'm not sure she ever knew what it was, um, but small enough because, you know, you're taught usually to do what exactly when you see an animal in the road.
1: It depends if you're talking what my mother said oh, or sure. what my, like, avid hunter... Do you know the, like, this is what you're supposed to do if like, the animal's I know not too huge? you're supposed to try and stop unless it's a moose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At which point it doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> yeah. like you're supp-
0: Like, I've always been told if it's small enough, you hit the animal rather than swerve out of the way. If you can stop, absolutely stop. If it's yeah. like right there, you have to hit it because if you swerve, you're gonna you're gonna you go could, off. Absolutely, you could you could fuck up your car. You
1: could fl- even if you're on a perfectly flat road, you could flip your vehicle. Yeah, yeah. I was and, taught not to swerve. Yeah, like stop if you can, but mm-hmm. unless it's a moose.
0: Yeah, at which point, if you hit that <laughs> animal, you you're, could die. At you it,
1: could die and. In- The moose will walk away. It would
0: be unfazed.
1: (laughs) Like, maybe have a little bit of an ouchie. Yeah. But, like, it'll keep lumbering on with its nine-foot-tall self. Yeah. If you haven't seen
0: a picture of a moose, like, next to something, like, put a moose next to a deer. Because you think you fucking know how big a moose is. Don't do it. You don't.
1: It's traumatizing. Don't do it. (laughs) Dude,
0: they're so scary, dude. Yeah. So... Even though I've been taught, like, don't swerve for a small animal, I've absolutely done it. Right. I will absolutely do it again. Yep. Maybe that's what Angela was thinking. Yeah. Unfortunately, though, she chose a pretty rough road to decide to swerve on. And she chose, I would say, the wrong way to do it. Oh. So I mentioned that this is along a cliff that overlooks the ocean. Yeah. So she's going an untold amount of miles per hour. It doesn't
1: say. I mean, if it's a highway... Probably safe bet would be 70.
0: Yeah. If it's windy, I would say 55 at minimum.
1: To be safe, yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. If she's being safe. If she's having like a good time cruising. Right. Could be closer to 70. Either way, she just launches her car over this cliff. Oh, Jesus.
1: Just. I have nightmares like that.
0: Yeah. It's the, that. I think I wake up to those type of nightmares because it's that weightless feeling that your brain invents in yep. your dream that is yep. so terrifying. Yep, but real,
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> way worse. So she plummets off of this cliff, two hundred feet. It's not a small cliff. No, this it's it's two hundred fucking feet, and she crashes the car. It like tumbles down and crashes onto the rocky beach below. Do you want to see a picture of the car? I do. Yeah.
1: Cuz I am guessing it is a mangled mess. Yeah, it's, it's a mangled, a mangled mess. mess. Mhm. Somehow the cab of the car is still intact. I think I think I wrote that in here.
0: This is the first time where I I did like the research like several days before we're recording. So mm-hmm. I I think I said in here That, like, the car definitely did, yeah, what it's supposed to do nowadays, which is to crumple at the back and front Mm -hmm. and in in other strategic places, but keep the cab intact so that you do not get crushed. That's what cars are supposed to do now. That's why they're... They're not the boats that they used to be because those were really dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> They're supposed to crumple to stop the momentum from hitting you of a crash. Physics, Yeah, physics. So it does look like the car did that. And like the main frame of the car around where she would be sitting is still intact, which is nuts for what happened. So either way, it crash lands she d- uh, this is likely the whole the way the car lands and the way that it crumples is likely the reason why she isn't already dead our good friend angela but she's not she survives that and she is very very far from unscathed but she is alive she sustained fractured ribs a broken collarbone a brain hemorrhage and a collapsed lung from this
1: yeah tumble. damn
0: yeah uh it's a lot it's a hell of a lot. This quote, I have a lot of quotes from her, um, is because she, like Angela, when this was all over, she wrote a Facebook post and it's like kind of long and it explains her whole journey. So all these quotes are from her Facebook post. And actually, it's really well written and she seems really cool. So the only thing I really remember after that was waking up. I was still in my car and I could feel water rising above my knees My head hurt, and when I touched it, I found blood on my hands. My car's power was off by now, and every window was closed. She says that here, things start to happen, like, really fast. Yeah. And she realizes that the car is in the middle of being submerged. She's landed on the beach, but the tide is coming in. Oh, shit. So she thinks quickly. She takes off her seatbelt. She finds the multi-tool that everybody should have in their car.
1: Yay.
0: If you don't know what it is, like a multi-tool is what it says. It does a lot of stuff, but one of the things it has is this little, like sharp metal nubbin that you hit against the window of a car, mm-hmm. and it's supposed to shatter it. Not always the first time, and especially not if you're very it takes injured.
1: A lot of force. <laughs>
0: yes, yes. Much like an
1: empty pen, it's, it you need to hit a lot harder than you think.
0: Yeah, absolutely. But not. I mean, if you're not going to break your hand the way you would if you were trying to punch it. Right. Which is really the point. It's designed to take the. Front of it exactly so she has to hit it several times her entire body fucking hurts again she has broken bones and she's she has to hit this Adrenaline. window over and over finally it breaks god. and she's somehow able to drag herself out of the car and swim uh like she just has to swim to shore like where, wherever she can still see beach she has to literally swim <sighs> there that's how deep the water is around her car at this point
1: salt water in the wounds oh god
0: I, I bet she probably can't even feel that because she's in complete I fucking hope not. shock. That's awful. Yeah, that sounds really terrible. But
1: I mean when you're left with one choice. It's either that to get or, out die. or die. Yeah. You'll do you'll do whatever. Mm-hmm. And you'll
0: probably think about it later, not yep. now. <laughs> That's what adrenaline's for. Mm-hmm. So she gets to the beach and she just passes out. Sure. She says for an yeah. unknown amount of time. Yeah. She has no idea. No. Do you want to see a picture of the tide coming in? <laughs> oh, God. oh, God. So this is the ca- same car, same location, but the tide is in. And, like, how much can you see? Not much. Not a lot. Like, the car's not completely submerged, but it's...
1: That would have been uncomfy to sit in. And it would have been ice cold. Oh, God, yeah.
0: Like, super cold. No matter what time of year, it's still cold. Yep. Yeah. It's um, Fucking not great. Man. So um she says quote after she wakes up she says when I woke up it was still daylight and it was only then that I had realized what had happened and she starts to feel like all the pain in her body and all the injuries finally and the general just like full body soreness that you feel when you've just like been thrown around inside a vehicle like even if you've been in a minor car accident you're still yeah you can still feel it for sure She's incredibly sunburned, also. Ooh. Because she was lying on the beach for yeah. an unknown amount of time. Yeah. In the California sun. Ooh. So she's got her hands and her face, especially, are yeah. really sunburned. And she describes looking down at her feet and seeing that she has no shoes on. She doesn't know why that is. She's looking around at the beach and seeing nothing but rocks and this cliff behind her that's too high to climb and too high to see over. So she can't even see cars. She can like hear them every once in a while, but she can't see them from where she is. Yeah. And then she looks over at her car. That's now, you know, less submerged as the tide went back out and the roof looks like it's been torn off to her. Like it's just a mess. And she goes to her car and she tries to get into it because she remembers that she has a gallon of water That she keeps in there for emergencies.
1: Hey.
0: Hey. Very smart. Multi
1: tool and a gallon of water. Damn.
0: Exactly. Two very good things to have in your car for just such a situation or many others. Mm
1: hmm.
0: Unfortunately, the car is so mangled, she can't open a single door. She can't get at this thing. It's probably in the way back. It might not, I would be shocked if that wasn't busted.
1: Probably got crushed. Yeah.
0: But either way, she can't reach it no matter what. So so many things could go wrong here. Like sh- her injuries like could have led her to go into shock,
1: mm-hmm. which
0: could have killed her. She could have been bleeding internally and not known it and that could have killed her. She could have just slipped away on the beach before ever waking up of a concussion, something else. But she doesn't. None of that happens and miraculously she's just kind of able to still do stuff. Broken collarbone. I can't stop thinking. Ow. Ow about how much that hurts
1: like just hold your hand like over your chest and feel every move that you make mm-hmm. and about where your thumb and index finger if you don't know where your collarbones are that's about where they hit for everyone if you're holding like right below your neck mm-hmm. the two protruding bits mm-hmm. and if you move you can feel every yeah <laughs> every movement uses your collarbone and that's uh, yeah ow and that takes so long to heal. Oh my god, I
0: bet. And then and then your ribs too. Mm. Hurts every time you breathe. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Every time. Every
0: time. <laughs> like really sucks. So Damn. She yeah. She just she just doesn't die and she she's able to keep herself upright well enough. And she just starts to sort of move herself up and down the beach. She says, looking for another human being, just anybody who might be out there for any reason. She finds eventually a high spot along the beach that allows her to get closer to the top of the cliff. And she can kind of, again, she can hear and occasionally see the very top of a car as it drives by. And she just starts screaming as loud as she can, which probably isn't all that loud in her. She has a punctured lung. Let's not forget. Against
1: the roar of the ocean as like waves crash.
0: For sure. And she's like still so far away. Yeah. People are hearing what's happening in their own cars. Yeah. More than her. But she's... You got to try. Right. Like, what else are you going to (laughs) do? Yep. (laughs) So she's screaming and screaming and no one's hearing her. Quote, that's all it would take to make it back to my family. Just one person noticing me. For three days, she did this. Three days. She would just march up and down the beach, go to that high spot eventually, and shout until it became too hot to stay there. And then go and, like, find somewhere shady To sit until Uh, she could fall asleep. And then do it all over again. Jesus. I know. No, thank you. Yeah, no fucking thanks. That sounds sounds... like the worst time.
1: And to do it for days, that's way more persistent than I think I would be. I mean,
0: yeah, I think, but at the same time, like, I think her idea of, like, all I need is one person to notice me. And then I can be free of this. So I just have to keep trying Mm -hmm. the exact amount I'm able to because that could be the moment. This could be the moment. Or this one. Or this one. <laughs> like, I think that's the only thing that keeps you going. Because uh-huh. otherwise, yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. So she does this for about three days. And then she, like, by th- the end of three days, her clothes are in tatter. She says the jeans she was wearing are like ribbons. <laughs> She's not wearing anything anymore. Oh. Her socks are full of holes. Uh-huh. And she can feel the effects of dehydration. She hasn't had any water. This whole time. So I think we get by now that like the, the her will to live is pretty strong. Yeah. So <laughs> even the effects of dehydration don't just make her go, I'm just going to sit by a rock and just, just die. <laughs> Which I might do after a while.
1: <laughs> yes. I,
0: I think if you're dehydrated on top of everything else, it's like, I can't fucking fuck move. <laughs> yeah, it. fuck it. I'll stay here and if someone finds me, cool. cool. If they don't cool (laughs) but angela's better than me (laughs) so she finds eventually she decides she's like i'm going to find something and i'm going to collect water that's going to happen yeah so she goes back to her car and she finds this 10 inch black hose that fell off her car Okay. Yeah. And I don't know. if I'm really hoping that she at least just like put that shit in the ocean for a second so that it stopped being full of whatever it used to carry, oil or something. Yeah. <laughs> Anti-freeze. But either way, she takes this hose and she starts looking on the cliff like face. There's like all this moss on there and it's holding onto a bunch of water. Yeah. And it drips slowly down. Yeah. So she just holds her hose up to different areas that are dripping water until she collects enough inside the hose part to start drinking from it wow yeah and then she just does that the whole time and like she just does that for like hours the first time she did it she said she drank for maybe an hour yeah just to get up enough liquid but it's also probably slow enough that like your dehydrated body can handle
1: it yeah you're not like Putting it up to a freshwater waterfall and just, like, frat-boying with the hose. That would be bad for your body. Yeah.
0: And we know, like, we've heard of people who, like, they're dehydrated for a while and then they go to drink a bunch of water and they just throw it right back up. Yep. Which doesn't help anybody. Nope.
1: Just dehydrates you more.
0: Yeah. So this is actually kind of perfect. Yeah. What she's done. Very smart. Yeah.
1: Damn.
0: Right? She says, after all that... Uh, like going to the moss to collect water became part of her like daily ritual sure so she'd climb high and shout for help until it became too hot and then she'd go and collect water and drink that and then it would become night and she would sleep um quote every night I'd find the highest point I could climb up and find somewhere to fall asleep before the tide would rise every morning I would wake up soaked in sea mist and watch the sunrise it's like don't make it sound romantic that also mm-hmm. sounds terrible mm-hmm. <laughs> You're probably cold at night and hot during the day. Wet. Yeah. <laughs> all the time. It's unpleasant. All Un- the time. Pleasant. I mean, I can't even be on the beach for half a fucking day. Nope.
1: <laughs> I think about it. Yeah. I I I fantasize about being like, oh, man, I could just sit on the beach. I'll like just a be a book, beach bitch. All day. Somebody bringing me drinks. Mm. It'd be great. Like at an
0: all-inclusive resort or yeah. something? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: But like... I've been to the beach. Sucks. (laughs) Tried to do it all day. Got bored. Don't like to go in the water. Things touch me in the water. Oh, sure. And I don't, as a nowhere person, the thought of the ocean is fucking terrifying to me. It is.
0: It is. I can't go out too far. I can go out a little bit. I do like it to a certain point. It's when you feel the temperature of the water drop that yep. I freak out. <laughs> and yep. I'm like, no, no, no. That's deep down there. <laughs> or when it's
1: like the shelf. You walk out to the edge yeah. of the shelf.
0: You can like almost see it.
1: Well, yeah, because it just descends into black. Like you can see the sand beneath your feet and then and it's then just, just a pit.
0: Can't. Yeah. The water is like different color. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's terrifying. And then it's cold
1: like and it's not great.
0: Nope. No, no. That's where, that's where things lurk. But also, sand sucks, and it gets in my butt crack. And, and sometimes
1: I'm... things hide in the sand that bite you.
0: <laughs> yes, it's true. And
1: sometimes you get tangled in seaweed, and you think you're being pulled underwater, and then you freak out, yeah. and you're fine. Yeah. Imagine just, but that for, for well, for
0: seven days. No. Because that's how long God. she did this. Three days, no water, four days with. Thank Christ for the water, mm-hmm. because you don't last seven days in a hot beach with all your injuries. You no. just don't.
1: I'd be drawing in the sand every day, too. Oh, hell yeah. Just like, fuck you. Help me. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah, For sure. Oh, my God. Yeah. It doesn't mention if she ever did that, but like I would definitely be just like writing huge SOS shit in case anyone just peeked right over the cliff.
1: I just feel like it'd probably be really defeating because you'd have to do it every day mm-hmm. as the tide comes in and washes it all away.
0: True. Plus broken collarbone. So maybe she can't oh, even like yeah. bend over and no, do that. No, that's a
1: lot. Yeah. Riding in the sand is a lot.
0: From what I understood, even the climbing the high spots was very much like on her knees. Mm-hmm. Like that's Slowly. why her clothes are in tatters. Cause she is just crawling Dragging herself. Yeah. So she says, uh, so in total, Angela is on the beach for seven days without food, no medical care. She says that each passing day does not get easier, but it did get predictable. Quote, songs I hadn't heard in years would play on repeat inside my head. Hmm. I'd daydream of foods I'd get to eat once I was found oh. and imagine the face of the person who would eventually find me. Oh. I know, like, oh, it's like all you can focus on. It's all that there is. So, so on her final night, she woke up due to the pain in her shoulder in the middle of the night. And she decided to walk the beach in the dark and she said, like, she saw things differently because it was dark as opposed to, like, super bright and 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 hot out. Everything yeah. just was a lot different to her. And she ends up finding this, like, space between two rocks. And she just sort of sits herself there and falls asleep as, like, the rocks sort of pour sand into her hair. <laughs> Which I was like, that's probably annoying. But everything she says sounds super romantic about it, honestly. Yeah. When she opened her eyes the next morning... The sun is fully out, and one of the first things she sees is a woman walking down the beach.
1: <gasps> Ooh, yeah!
0: And this woman's name, it turns out, is Chelsea Moore, and she was with her husband Chad. <laughs> Chad Sorry, Chad. And Chelsea, very, very Californian.
1: Nice <laughs> okay. Well, they Sorry, helped. Chad. They helped.
0: Yes, they helped, and and so therefore, it's okay that they have the whitest it's, names of all time. It's
1: okay. <laughs> That they have the beach blonde whitest names ever. These
0: people are so Californian. <laughs> Chelsea and Chad. All right,
1: Barbie uh, and Ken, let's go. Yep.
0: <laughs> they'd been out exploring the area. And they were like, they were like at a campsite. And then they had kind of like, they didn't really had to hike to get to this location. Good. They're adventurous people. And so when they get there, they see this wrecked vehicle on the beach. It's the first thing they find. And like... When there's been an accident, you don't just leave that. If someone's been found or if they, if someone knows about the vehicle, right. they take it out of the area. Yeah. But they found it. So they're like, oh.
1: Uh-oh.
0: And Chelsea says, quote, there weren't any signs of people or blood or anything. It looked like there wouldn't have been any survivors. Which, like, yeah. Yeah. You saw the car. Yeah. <laughs> you can totally look this up, too. There's, um, it's it's actually, um... Angela, who posts the pictures herself on her Facebook. So those are just public. Like, she... You can see the pictures of this car. Um, so the Moors actually start grabbing personal items that they can find that have fallen out of the car and are strewn around because they Aww. think, like, if we find this... Per- or, like, if anybody knows this person... Right. They we can help. I know what
1: happened. Yeah.
0: We can identify them maybe through some of this stuff yeah. if they were washed out to see something. So... Chad also starts looking around for bodies, assuming, you know, they might have been thrown from the vehicle and he might yet find them. And as soon as Angela sees them sort of looking not too far from her car yet, she screams help. And then she runs over as fast as her like totally broken body can can do it. No. So Angela says they acted so quickly Chelsea, like, immediately runs off back toward her campsite because I don't think she had her phone on her. So she's like, I gotta go run and. Yeah. I gotta go run and call for help. I would always take my phone, but maybe it's, maybe there's no service out there.
1: Yeah. Also, salt water and. Yeah. Phones don't mix well. That's true.
0: The mistiness yeah. even wouldn't be good. So Chad stays behind and he keeps Angela company and he gives her water that they brought with them. Oh. Yeah. She says, quote, he pulled out some of my belongings from their backpack. Some of the most important ones. I'm not even kidding. Like he found all her most important shit and gives it to her. I couldn't believe that they were real. I couldn't believe that we had finally found each other. And a few hours later, rescue crews use ropes and lower themselves and a stretcher down over the cliffside. And they they tend to Angela's injuries and then they lift her up over the cliff to safety and she's taken to a hospital where she was told the full extent of her injuries and received treatment. So that's when she hears, like, you got a punctured lung, broken ribs, broken collarbone. Good God. You have, a, like, a brain injury. Like, your bra- your head was bleeding. You have a concussion at the very least. <laughs> like, Damn. Yeah. So this is the aftermath. From her Facebook, it appears that Angela has made a full recovery. She has a public-ass Facebook, too. I'm like, okay. bench, uh, maybe private your shit. Like, yeah. everybody should just have a private. But anyway, but I can see it. <laughs> you can see her post. She's super cute. She cut her hair. Aww. She's got a great girlfriend. She does art. Ooh. She's, like, an artist, and she posts a lot of her art, and it's very pretty and cool.
1: Nice.
0: Yeah. She seems, like, a really awesome person, and she ends her posts with, like, some really wise words. I liked this quote maybe more than a lot of the quotes I've put for, like, what a survivor has learned. She says, you know, she's told she the doctors described her injuries to her and, you know, we're like, wow, you survived. Oh, my God, this was really bad. And she says, but at the end of the day, none of that matters. I feel like I have everything I've ever wanted. I'm sitting here in the hospital laughing with my sister until she makes broken bones hurt I've met some of the most beautiful human beings that I think I'll ever meet in my entire life. I've experienced something so unique and terrifying and me that I can't imagine that there isn't a bigger purpose for me in this life. I don't know, you guys. Life is incredible. I just really liked that. Mm. Yeah. I just feel like she really probably has a really good attitude Mm -hmm. about a lot of stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. And a really good attitude about this terrible thing that happened to her. Like, clearly it kind of... I don't even know if it gave her a new lease on life because she sounds like a person who had a pretty good lease on life.
1: Yeah, already.
0: (laughs) She's fine. Guys, she's fine. She was fine before and she's fine now. Like, she really seems to only look at this as a thing that was good. Even though she probably had to recover for a while. (laughs) So yeah, that is the story of Angela Hernandez. I like her a lot. I wish I could meet her. Hi Angela. Wow. Let's be friends.
1: You're really cool. Holy shit.
0: I'm not uh I'm not sad. I'm just reflective now. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want a harp? Do you want a <laughs> harp noise so that I can burp <laughs> 80 more times?
1: <laughs> wow. Holy
0: shit. That just came out of me. Yeah. <laughs> I hope the mic picked that up, brah. I mean, it is a damn good mic. (laughs) Do you, Bam Bam, will you get us some drinks?
1: Bam Bam, can you make us a margarita wine cocktail with some vodka, sir? Oh, I know. I moved your jumping chair to the table because you can't be on the table right now.
0: You just made me think of the fact that we're taking a margarita wine (laughs) cocktail cocktail and putting vodka in it. (laughs) wednesday bitch vicious <gasps> wednesday three two one and we're back mm. Mm. still having a great time on new mike just the one <laughs> new mike <laughs> oh, it's a good time we now have um Margarita wine cooler vodka.
1: <laughs> Margarita wine cocktail, cocktail vodka. vodka <laughs> um, this is the watermelon cucumber again, because That's it's still summer, even so though good. temperatures are dropping. I actually we like are in that. September. Mm. I like it cooler. Right. I am I like that it's cool at night. Yes. I like having windows open. I like having mm. a fan going. I like being under my new white- weighted blanket, because mm. I have anxiety. I've always wanted a weighted blanket. We did a um, sleep challenge for work because I run all of the wellness challenges that, and I like create them, set them up. And I looked at this one. I'm like, this will be easy. Nice. It was not. Oh, no. I don't sleep well. <laughs> was this how you discovered that? No, I knew. Okay. This was just me putting it into writing that sure. I don't sleep well. And then I have a new Fitbit. And, oh, uh, and I'm
0: sure it's telling you a whole it bunch. It really
1: tells me that I don't sleep well. <laughs> My average sleep score is somewhere between a 70 to 80, which, like, is okay. Out of 100? Out of 100. Could be worse, but could be better. It's not the grades I used to get in high school. (laughs) Yeah, right. So I'm failing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Right. We don't do BCs. Uh... Uh, No, my house
1: did not do BCs. No, 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 no. I got a C once, and I think my life was over. Oh, my God.
0: I was, um... I was a really bad student in middle school, so I had, like, I, it was, like, all Ds all day, and then some, like, I I flipped a switch in high school, and I was like, it's all A's and B's, and if I get anything lower than that, I'll kill myself. Yep. (laughs) I don't know why. Yep. (laughs) Uh, I'm ready. Emily, when we stopped recording, was like, oh, no, yours was all uplifting and mine's, and I was like,
1: fuck. Yeah. Are we effed, Emily? I'm gonna start... With part of a quote. Oh, okay. That'll finish after the thing.
0: Oh no, that sounds like a
1: really bad idea. (laughs) This was wicked offending of extreme gravity. Wicked
0: offending Mm -hmm. of extreme gravity. Yes. Somebody has a way with words. Yes. But also (laughs) they're a little bit. Uh, Mr.
1: Justice. As a way with words.
0: You mean like as in the... Like maybe
1: at a sentencing. (sighs) Sure, sure. The Um, justice. So let's talk about our survivor, Victoria. Hi, Victoria. She was married, two kids, Hmm. happy life, Hmm. huge parachuting enthusiast, like certified instructor. Jesus, okay. Loved. Loved jumping
0: out of airplanes oh the fact that you're bringing this up frightens me um cool Um, for her
1: though day job physiotherapist Mm. and like like i said hobby jumping out of airplanes she loved parachuting Mm. so her husband emile um cilliers cillier so victoria cillier Ooh. And Emile Cillier mm-hmm. arranged a jump for his wife. Um, I believe it was like around their anniversary, it was like soon after the birth of their second child. Uh-huh. So they went on a jump. Uh-huh. It was recorded. Uh-huh. And unfortunately, Victoria's parachute malfunctioned. Oh no. Oh no very unexpectedly yeah and then her backup parachute didn't work no that's not supposed to happen and she plummeted almost 3000 feet oh my god and managed to survive because the field she landed in had recently been plowed so it's so a- it was a lot of very soft overturned dirt sure. and grass and hay Oh my god,
0: still. Like,
1: she was seriously injured. That no was no fucking shit. Almost 3,000 feet. At, at what? Luminating. We've looked this up before for terminal, terminal velocity. velocity. That's what yeah. I was just going
0: to ask. How high up do you have to fall from to reach terminal velocity? General,
1: <laughs> a person falling through the air on Earth reaches terminal velocity after about 12, 12 seconds. Which covers about 1,500 feet. So she was twice as high as terminal velocity. Right. As,
0: as would be required to reach terminal velocity. I
1: believe they said some, like, the parachute wasn't totally destroyed. So it's still, like, deployed. Oh and I think it still caught a bit of air. So I think it also slowed her a bit. Sure. Oh so God. she wasn't just, like, a rocket. She yeah. was also basically a professional parachuter. So she knew what to do to also slow her own body and how to position herself to try and minimize as much of the damage as possible. Um, oh, that's fair. I, I imagine it's really just like keeping yourself as flat to the
0: ground and as like out wide as possible. I don't know shit, but I know that if you want to go faster when you're skydiving, right. you, you sort of um, make yourself sort of thin and dive downward. Um, so I imagine if you're trying to slow down, you just make yourself
1: real wide and yeah
0: flat. So,
1: lots of injuries. I mean, do you have a
0: paragraph of, of stuff? Because I can only imagine it's, like, every tiny little bone in her body. I
1: don't. I had watched the documentary, and I didn't take notes during the documentary because I hadn't planned on doing the story I'm when sure. I was watching the documentary.
0: Yeah. <laughs> as is um, many times.
1: <laughs> but, like, she was severely injured. Now as with most jump incidents there's an investigation no shit you got two parachutes for a reason it's foul play as soon as both of those
0: things fuck up as so- i'm sorry i instantly don't believe whatever's going on
1: so her husband was like i feel like a random killer sabotaged wife's rig did anybody ask him or did he just go i think a killer is a foot. <laughs> yeah sir and then <laughs> later also suggested that she had tampered with her own parachute because she wanted to kill herself so i'm gonna give you three guesses again did anybody who tampered with her parachute
0: well it's the guy who's just spouting theories and no one fucking asked him for them Like, I'm almost positive no one went, what do you think?
1: Her whole ass (laughs) husband. Her whole ass fucking husband. Tried to kill her. I mean. But (sighs) this was not the first time he had tried to kill her. No, Emily, what? What? And she. Okay. This was the second time.
0: He, was the other time also jumping out of plane? No, he Whoa. tried to
1: sabotage a gas valve in their home when his wife, their daughter, and their newborn son were in the house. So he was willing to sacrifice his
0: whole family and his entire home. I mean...
1: You say whole family. Oh. Oh, no. So... He had another two families, I believe. Six children total. Two. But he had two other girlfriends. So he's married
0: to this woman he's trying to kill, but he's got two other girlfriends and they have kids. like two of his kids, maybe if we're, we're talking even distribution of children.
1: Yeah. Let me find six children total. Affairs with two women and had, like, recently had been discussing beginning a new life with one of them. Um, he had also been in contact with sex workers. He had heavy debts, was being chased by loan companies, and increased his wife's insurance policy so he would benefit if she died. So
0: this man is just maybe the worst human that ever lived. He
1: had also taken out loans in her name. And like credit cards in her name and maxed them out. And at one point she knew about it Uh because he was also taking from her bank account. There's only so much you can hide. Right. And she had thought, like, he had fessed up about it. We're good. We're gonna start fixing this, oh, sweetheart. No, it's going to be okay. It's the reddest flag I've ever heard. This he's is the stealing father of her children,
0: and he's he's probably gone all the time. He has
1: two other women and four other
0: children. Well,
1: he had an excuse for being gone all the time because he was also an army sergeant. Um, he was part of the Royal Army Physical Training Corps. Well, they fucked up, didn't they? A little bit.
0: Maybe do a better job profiling guys. You know,
1: he's perfect for the army. He has no soul.
0: You're right. Clearly, clearly a narcissist, if not a straight up sociopath.
1: So a jury found him guilty of two counts of attempted murder: one for the jump, and then the other for tampering with the gas fitting at their home. <laughs> so- and obviously, like if I haven't established by now, they are in England.
0: Yeah, but the Royal Army yeah. thing—that one tipped me off.
1: Uh. So. His tampering did actually, like, cause an explosion while he was at work, but they survived. Like, they were able to get out. They were okay. She just thought it was a freak accident. Of course.
0: I'm glad it was only the two freak accidents that she had to survive before she was like, something is fishy.
1: Yeah. So, during sentencing, Mr. Justice Sweeney said this was wicked offending of extreme gravity. Your offending was extremely serious with your two attempts to murder your wife. They were planned and carried out in cold blood for your own selfish purposes. That your wife recovered at all was miraculous. She undoubtedly suffered severe physical harm, and she must have suffered severe psychological harm in the terror of the fall and since. Which is not wrong. No, no, it's not. Um, he was obviously discharged from the military.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and the thing that had like tipped it all off, an investigator had been looking at the the parachute and part of the parachuting kit, there's a piece called Slinks, which connects the canopy. To the harness. Oh, okay. And those had been removed from her primary parachute rig.
0: Oh, so they just weren't even in there. No. So that's how people figured out, like, this isn't just a malfunction. This was tampering. Right. Okay. That's good.
1: So Victoria, like, was present for the hearing, but didn't want her own victim impact statement to be read out loud. Really? Yeah.
0: She just made one for other people to read. The yeah, I judge. think she made
1: one for the court.
0: Sure. I suppose, yeah. I don't know how it works over there. People be wearing wigs and shit, so. Yeah.
1: And, like, he obviously, like, he had no remorse for doing this. I can't imagine he, he would. was still lying at the trial, trying to blame her. Narcissist. Yeah. And a dumbass. <laughs> Most are. <laughs> yes. You have yeah. to watch out. The smart narcissists are usually the serial killers. And they're the ones. Yeah. Because they get away
0: with it. Yes. They're good at what they do. This guy sounds, I mean, honestly, people had to give him the benefit of the doubt for a really long time for him to get away with any of
1: this. Right. And, like, I think the thing that didn't tip her off, that she was in danger, the abuse was not physical. It was financial. So, yeah. Big time. And he did some emotional abuse that she, like, doesn't discuss. But very manipulative. Probably did a lot of gaslighting when she had concerns. Absolutely, fucking you'd have to. So, he was given a life sentence with a minimum term of 18 years after being found guilty. Interesting. English terms are are interesting. Because, like,
0: 18 years is nowhere near life. No. For us, it's, I mean, it can be like 25 to life. It's at least a little bit more. Right. It just seems that's kind of funny to me. 18 yeah. feels arbitrary.
1: So Victoria did an interview. She did a couple. I watched one of them and I like—I felt bad for her because there was a male and a female interviewer and the guy like was really nitpicking some things about her book. I'm just like, what the fuck are you doing? She wrote a book about the incident? Yeah. Oh. And it's like, why why are you nitpicking her? You're sitting your ass on a couch in front of the TV. You have probably never written anything in your fucking life. Yeah. That's really random. He had Fox News correspondent energy. Like a British Fox News correspondent. He was gross. I didn't watch the rest of it, but like her, her big thing... Um, The quote that she gives is I've been through every emotion under the sun. I've had plenty of time to think about things, which is probably why I'm not overtly angry, partly because I'm still in shock, slightly stunned about the whole thing. Also, I've got two young children. I'm the sole carer for them. I can't be angry, bitter, really emotional. I need to keep an even keel for them. Oh, wow. Stiff upper lip. That's a very British thing.
0: Super British. But it's also very selfless of her to realize, like, I can't live my life like that or I will affect my kids. Like, Like, I I can't
1: fall apart about this. Right.
0: God, I'm not sure I'd have the strength to not be angry.
1: And even, like, through the trial and everything, and while he was in prison, like, until the divorce was finalized, she just told her kids that her dad, like, their dad was working. Like he was off working because they're young. They're so young. They are not going to understand. How do you ever? And even like as they grow up, like, I don't know. Like eventually there comes
0: a time when I think you'd have to sit your kids down and be like, look, I need you to understand something. Because maybe I mean, eventually kids grow up to be bitter that you never told them the truth about anything. And suddenly their dad was gone and they don't know why.
1: Like yes. you got you
0: got to tell him the truth at some point.
1: Yeah, um, he did also get charged with endangering the lives of his two young children since they were in the house when he did the gas leak. Good. Um. She's been very. Um. A quote from her. It took a lot for me to finally recognize that he must have done it. How could someone I'd married, loved, and had children with have done something that despicable? Because, like, you don't want to believe. No.
0: Not only, like, it it means that you have overlooked a bunch of stuff, and you have been wrong about a person's character and whether they loved you or not. Right. And that's devastating. Always.
1: So, he went to jail, and that Wasn't the end. Oh. Oh, shit. (laughs) After he was found guilty, Victoria did continue to visit him for about six to eight weeks while he was in prison. Oh, Victoria, honey. He demanded that she visit him more regularly. And she started to feel like her husband was tightening his grip on her and like had a wake up moment and realized what she had to do. He pleaded for more chances to see her and was constantly trying to call and sent so many letters. He's literally continuing abuse from prison. Yes, because he told her she was all he had left.
0: And that's emotional abuse, everyone. Everyone, take a look. That's, this is
1: emotional abuse. This is what it looks like. When you pit everything on one person and you give them the entire burden of your existence. Mm-hmm. You give them an ultimatum of like, I have
0: nothing if I don't have you. Yep. And even though I tried to kill you twice, twice, and the children and you the bore children. for me. Yep. <laughs> um, I, those bitches I was going to leave you for aren't visiting me in prison. Nope. And you are. So it's on you now. That's the She abuse.
1: finally decided, like, I am divorcing him. I am cutting ties. I want no further contact with him genius brilliant thank you because like the emotional manipulation was so deep like he believed they could still have a future together and he tried to block the divorce like he would not (laughs) sign the divorce papers and wanted more time to talk about The viability of their marriage. Again, like
0: his level of narcissism is epic. Yeah. Because he literally can't let in an idea about his life that doesn't allow for everything he wants every time he wants it. This is still salvageable
1: in his eyes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: He's done nothing so wrong that he doesn't no. deserve everything he thinks he deserves. Fine. <laughs>
1: He's fucking nuts. Right. And oh, it's my like God. You look at like a person like this who is so kind and caring and giving, and you watch someone do this to them. hmm And it's horrifying. Right. 18 months into him being in prison, she was still married to him, still has his name and felt like she was still shackled to him. Mhm. Um a quote from her, "I want to be able to move out of the house, to move on and restart my life completely, perhaps in another country, but I'm still here living in the marital home and there are memories of him at every turn, in the paint colors, the curtains, the furniture we chose together." Oh god, yeah, you got to get out of there. So, obviously he was extremely controlling then and he's still from jail so as of last thing like this was still happening i still have an update oh good huh it's okay it's okay Uh. um so she started getting herself together he's still trying to destroy her he had like wrecked her credit rating so she had to start from the bottom and rebuild herself poor thing they finally got divorced. Like it finally happened because like with narcissists, like if you give it enough time and if you stay strong enough to not bend, mm-hmm. they'll they'll lose interest. Yeah, they have to move on to the next thing that will make yes. them feel good.
0: You're not doing it for them anymore. And they'll make themselves believe that it was they who decided. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I'm not interested in you anymore when you haven't talked to them in a year
1: (laughs) she has a new man in her life who is also a parachutist with a military background god i oh does she still jump out of planes emily (sighs) emily i think so i think she went on another jump
0: i mean if she's with a dude who does that (laughs) <laughs> I think she's probably done it.
1: Yeah, like I, like I think it's just it's such a passion for her. Yeah, I mean, good for her. And it wasn't an accident that she had while jumping.
0: It was a. Deliberate... It was something
1: done to her. I, yeah, and but... that's. I guess I'm really glad that she doesn't have some like like a
0: PTSD that because you jump and then you you think of the time that the parachute didn't do the thing and it doesn't matter why. You just think about what happened. Like, I think I don't know if I could do that. Right. Maybe you're right. Like, she did it so many times that she has many more memories of and good I mean, stuff.
1: We've seen it with other people who've gone through, like, a traumatic thing related to, like, a plane or mm. climbing or whatever. And they'll go do it. Mm-hmm. Because, like, that's how they're going to process their trauma and that's how they're going to move through it.
0: Right. They'll create new memories that are more present and more recent than the shitty thing that yeah. happened. And that is probably very healthy.
1: And she mentioned, like, her partner, who, like like I said, is also a parachutist, they have a similar group of friends because there's this circle of people who parachute. Of course there everybody is. Everybody knows everybody who parachutes people who regularly. People are just really into it. <laughs> yep. So... They knew each other, and they've known each other for years, which helped through the trust issues of trying to start a new relationship after literally almost being murdered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so plan. with quarantine, she and her new partner, like, basically just stayed in a nice little bubble with her two kids. And... She is quoted as saying, like, he has the love and respect of the kids. That's nice. Yeah. And it's been a slow process. And he is aware of everything that happened. I mean, it was all over the fucking news over there. Sure. Plus, jumping circles, a woman falls 3,000 feet and survives. And Parachuting then, community is going to fucking talk about that.
0: 100%. And then they learn also that it was a murder attempt. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the juiciest shit that's ever happened in your community. You yeah. <laughs> we'll have to talk about it.
1: And she, like, as she learned more about it, there was a documentary, um, The Parachute Murder Plot. Which is what I watched. An incredible name. Right. Holy shit. What the fuck? And an ex-girlfriend of Emile's was also interviewed and, like, spoke out about the mental abuse that she went through. Really? So this was the one of the other women yes. at the time. Wow. So she's quoted as saying, I was under the Emile spell while I was with him, and I believe she still is. You're dealing with a different species of man with him. You have somebody that's good at lying and charming cuz he's so good at what he does and making you feel like you're the only person in the world. You're the most important thing in the world and yeah, he promises you the earth. Wow. And one of the doctors that actually um like one of the psychiatrist doctors that actually worked on the case is like He's more dangerous than people are making him out to be. Like, guys, like, he's quoted as saying, this is not just a naughty boy, a philanderer, or a pantomime villain. This is someone that's actually far more sinister. This is how he tricked this woman, controlled her until he tried to kill her, and it was as cold as that. Wow. I
0: mean, I would believe that. I have to wonder, like, if she didn't die but then also he wasn't caught like there wasn't any investigation killer again yeah and maybe violently and maybe like with his own two hands eventually because he can't
1: he needed it to look like an accident so he'd get the insurance money because that was his end game sure but here we are here we are hey emily thank you for like
0: Joining me on our first professional ass. Oh my god, we're so professional. We so sound so crisp, professional, crisp, and and clear, and amazing. And we have our own separate little guys. Yeah, our own separate little guys. You can have your guy. You can just keep your guy here.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna have my own bag. <gasps> we'll just bring my bags stuff. to each other. Yeah, you can keep that and, arm. I don't give yeah. a shit. Take yeah. it. And keep all of it. If for some horrific reason one of us gets COVID and we have to quarantine We can still do this right or one of us possibly gets exposed and we need to quarantine, you're right. We can still do this. We We are no longer dependent on the magic board. We're not the magic board that was crapping out anyway. We are free.
0: We are absolutely free. We're gonna sound great from now on. And we have more flexibility. More flexibility? Oh, my God. That doesn't necessarily mean, guys, that we're never going to take breaks or just have moments. We will still <laughs> Where have moments. The
1: podcast doesn't come up. We are. We still have. Not neurotypical people. No, we
0: still have depression. Like, guys. <laughs> but honestly, um, I I do think this will make things a lot easier for us. So I'm super excited about I'm it. I'm very
1: excited we were able to um, make. An investment from your investment
0: in our podcast. This is amazing. Thank you again to all our patrons. We really appreciate it. This has been wonderful. We
1: literally started from the bottom on like $30 mics. Yeah. And now we're here. And now we're here on an almost $300 mic. Yeah. Seriously. Each.
0: (laughs) Each. (laughs) With like a $50 box. Amazing. We're so happy. Thank you guys again for joining us as you do every other week. and And thank you for your support. We think that you should be a little bit like Angela Hernandez, mm-hmm.
1: and a little bit like Victoria. Right, break um, th- the chains yes. of mental and emotional abuse. You Absolutely, can do
0: it. and just keep just keep your chin up and like have a really good view as as good a view as you can on stuff like Angela, because sometimes sometimes really terrible things happen. But you meet great people out of it, or you have decent memories out of it, or you know that you're strong enough to survive it.
1: And that's something that's good, too. If you can't keep it together for yourself, but you have someone in your life that you value enough Mm -hmm. to keep your own shit together, cool. We've learned something very valuable from both our people today. Yes. Yeah.
0: Thanks again, you guys. And um, don't forget your can of...
1: God. uh, 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 Water. But put it like... In the front seat, or like right in the back seat, where you can
0: reach it, where you can reach it. Yeah,
1: maybe put a like a little bit of agave in there. No, you don't
0: have to. You don't have to do that. Please. Don't a little bit it. of lime. No, that's tequila. That's tequila, tequila. Like li- Taylor. Just like a little bit of margarita wine cocktail. <laughs>